This the remix. Nader tries to answer. No good. Bucks will not take a shot. Standing ovation. It's in the playoff bank. It's earning interest. The Bucks have made this a 2-1 series with a 20-point blowout of the Phoenix Suns at five serve forum. And it's on to Wednesday when the Bucks have a chance to make it 2-2. Do you think they've slayed the dragon and now it's just a matter of, uh, of cooking up some, some supper? He's playing hard, you know what I mean? That's a talent in itself. And then it's tough, man. Giannis coming at you full speed like a running back, you know what I mean? So he's trying to put his hands up, but uh, it's, it's tough. Whacking that thing around. Michael Jordan had four straight 40-point games against the Suns in the NBA Finals. I'm not Michael Jordan. Is that in jeopardy? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not Michael Jordan. Four 40 points in a straight two. Four in a row. <laughs> yeah, I've never, uh, no, I'm not Michael Jordan. Uh, but, you know, all I care about right now, it's getting one more. That's all. You know, just uh, take care of business, doing our job. Just crush my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Just a quick update on my advice for our sharp. Costa Rica is minus 900. Ugh, it's a bit of a favorite. <laughs> the, it's three-way betting, as Jared complains. Why pick soccer when there's three-way betting? The draw is plus 800, and Guadalupe to win is plus 2,500. <laughs> I think I gave good advice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> Hey, listen, if they lose, I'm sorry. If you lose as a minus 900 favorite, I don't know what to tell you. That doesn't give them the, uh, the mulligan? Because I, I felt bad. There really was nothing. To, this is the worst day for sports always. It's the Monday. Not if you're from well, Guadalupe. Well, I mean, it's the home run derby. Right. You know what I mean in terms of I'm betting on stuff. Guadalupe. And, I mean, this is this is one of the slowest, let's be honest. You have yeah. the uh, no basketball, hockey's over, you get the home run derby. So I guess you could have taken no, someone I've in. I've told my girlfriend, if we ever get married, this is when this is when we have to get married. This day? Either the home run derby? The Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday around the MLB All-Star game. A Wednesday wedding? Who's coming to that? Well, I don't know if you want anyone there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I probably it's, don't. I probably don't have anything if it's going on. Wednesday, on. this kid's showing up to do the show. Wedding's at 11. I'll when be I there. get married, no, no, I'm taking plenty of time <laughs> off. Uh, you kidding me? You won't see me for a week. A whole week. Yeah, let's see you. No, no, no chance. But this one has to be. Sorry. Let's oh, my God. Guadalupe. Are we sure it's not Guadalupe? It's, it's, nope. No, it's Guadalupe. Guadalupe. All right. Their flag looks like it was created in MS Paint. Yeah, probably. They're, aren't they Aren't they a, like a French? I think they're the French territory. There's like two French territories that plays in the same region as the U.S., I think the Gua- I think Guadeloupe is one of the French territories. It's French Guyana is the other one. I was gonna say it's Guadeloupe and PSG. <laughs> Who's better? <laughs> yes, Guadeloupe is a region of France. They are. Its Wikipedia entry is known as an overseas department and region of France in the Caribbean, consisting of six islands. Eh, never know. I, 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 all right. I'm going to go do some research, but I think they have a population total uh, that's lower than Henderson. So, <laughs> right now, even though it's going to be in Bruce, right now, Guadalupe comes to Cashman tonight and plays the lights. Who wins? Lights. Oh. Handles this country of really? Guadalupe. Okay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I Does... spoke too soon. Guadalupe has about 100,000 more people than the entirety of Henderson.
They don't does have as the, much land either. Does the uh, basketball team ever handle Nigeria? <laughs> Would the U.S. Ooh. basketball team lose to the okay. Guadalupe basketball <laughs> <Yeah>. team? <laughs> <laughs> the UNLV. Hey, French is pretty good. France is pretty good now. They actually played them in their first round robin in the Olympics. Rudy Gobert. The UNLV women's soccer team didn't they beat a team that was like we're going to the World Cup? Yeah, Argentina. <laughs> Ouch! Wasn't it Argentina, I, or I'm did I misremember go- the country? I don't think it was Argentina, but no, South American women's soccer is not Horrible. good. Oh, it's terrible. okay. They like yeah. they like do not invest. It could, it could have been Argentina. They're terrible. It's, yeah, oh, I'm okay. pretty sure it was Argentina because then when we watched Argentina in the World Cup, they were like, "Yeah, this this woman who plays for Argentina's yeah. national team has a job picking watermelon or something." It was something ridiculous. They're not like, led by Jennifer Messi, right? <laughs> there's no there's no Jennifer Messi on Argentina yeah. women's soccer team. They're so I'm pretty sure it was now. Do we need to talk about our men's basketball team losing to Nigeria? I think it's I think it's interesting. So part of it is that Nigeria hit 23s and we talk listen, every time we talk about basketball there's all, like it happened to UNLV basketball this year, it happened in the finals when the Suns hit 23s. You lose games when the opponent hits 23s. You just do. But the interesting part is that normally the US men's team is so good that it doesn't matter if their opponent hits 23s cuz the US team hit 25 threes, right? It didn't matter. They lost. Like, they couldn't overcome the fact that an opponent hit 23s, which is how you lose basketball games nowadays. So it's interesting. I don't think it's going to mean much. No, I don't either. I think they're going to, they have, what, like four more exhibitions here in Uh, Vegas? Four, starting with tonight uh, against um, Australia. I think they're going to roll. I don't think it's going to, even though Australia is better than Nigeria, I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're going to win the gold in the Olympics, and we're going to look back and be like, oh, that was a weird game against Nigeria. But it is strange. They're like 54-2. and in uh, yes. exhibitions over yes. the last like two decades or something like that. The last two times they've played Nigeria, granted it's been like eight years, they've beat them by over 50 and by over 80. Krzyzewski sipping some cocoa at home going, who's Pops? <laughs> who's this guy? I thought he was good. Five five NBA rings, I can do that. This guy can't even beat Nigeria. Like, And to put it into even more context, Team USA starts Kevin Durant, starts Damian Lillard, Ike Wamu played 18 minutes for yes. Nigeria. Yes, former UNLV if you're player. Yes, UNLV fan. Yes, Ike Wamu played a year at UNLV mm-hmm. after transferring in from Mercer. He's one of the best dunkers that UNLV's had. He played 18 minutes, scored 13 points, had seven uh, rebounds. I don't know all of them, but I was a little surprised Nigeria had like six or seven NBA players. Yeah, they, I mean, they, I was they like, have... I didn't look at the roster, but I'm like, they had six or yeah. seven NBA like, players. We're like, we're getting to a point where basketball globally is big enough that. Most countries in the Olympics yes. are going to have some NBA players, but NBA player is like, oh, he's the 10th man at Toronto right, or right. something like that. Well, we're getting to the point where the cliche, it's been a cliche for years now, is they're catching up. They're not catching up as much as they want people to believe, but they are catching up to your point is, hey, if you go crazy from three one night, you might be able to beat yes. them. Like you, it, it, they, are, they have caught up that much to where like, you have six NBA players on. You might not know five of them, right. but they're in the NBA, yeah. so they're not horrible players, and that can happen on a crazy night. Like yeah. 10 years ago when they said that, it's like they're not really catching up. They guard Kevin Durant in practice is, is what they do right, on a right, daily basis, right. which is better than the past. So, yeah, it is to a point where the U.S. can lose more right. often, but at the end of the day, Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard are going to be a, a – good enough one-two combo as your scorers that they're going to win this. Now, I just thought it was because they were missing Devin Booker, but if you saw last night's game, Pops might be saying, hey, <laughs> don't come very soon. 
Monty Williams told that to Devin. Monty, Monty Williams did, didn't play him in the fourth did, quarter. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, he sat him in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah, got up to 20 <laughs> points, but it's like, man, you're not playing him at all. Exactly. Like, Chris Paul's still out there. Like, yeah, so maybe you're right. They're saying, no, thanks, <laughs> yeah, Devin. Don't come too soon. We're good. Is not is Chris Middleton going, too? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. All right. They're going straight from the finals to the Olympics. I don't know how much they're going to play, but... Yeah, we got Bam Adebayo starting at the center for Team USA. It is. Look, they're good players, NBA players, but you have Durant and Lillard, and I mean Devin Booker's really good. But it is. A, this is the first. I, I was in Beijing in London, and obviously, like that dealt with Kobe and LeBron, so it was a completely different level. But I, you see the roster now, you're like, yeah. If Durant decided to not play, which I don't think anyone had a problem with, he's did his, he's done his time in USA basketball. They're very fortunate he still wants to do it. It really been would have been whoa. Yeah, what who's on this weird? team? Yeah, where's where's Zion? Give us some Zion in the Olympics. Yeah, maybe next I want, time. I want Zion dunking on a bunch of FIBA guys. <laughs> Be great. Goaltending doesn't exist. You yeah. know what is interesting um, from Team USA in that game? FIBA rules and FIBA refs, like the whole offensive trying to bait guys into fouls that they get called in the NBA. It doesn't happen. Do you FIBA. love that there's no defensive three seconds? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I knew you'd like that one. And goaltending. Yeah. But, like, right. I cannot comprehend why offensive goaltending is a rule. Why should I be punished for helping the ball go in the basket <laughs> I'm trying to score in? I I cannot <laughs> comprehend that. So, in FIBA, the fact that there's no offensive yeah. goaltending is great. And the fact that there's no, well, there you can slap it off the rim defensively. Yeah. You can't stick your hand through the net. You can't go through the net. Right. Correct. But you can slap it off the rim, which I also think should be perfectly legal in the NBA. If if you shoot it and it's up on the rim and I'm defensively, I can go up and slap it away. Why the hell not? Like that is that having having the FIBA goaltending rule is rewarding athleticism. You're rewarding a guy for being able to jump up and slap a ball off the rim, which is a skill and that should be rewarded. I just think Nigeria has no chance of winning if it was a three point line of the NBA enough you know, because I think it's like six inches. Uh, <laughs> it was a little closer. Protesting. Maybe they maybe they only hit like 15 threes. Protest. And, yes. And we got to protest. Move the line back. <laughs> Let's go. Get it back. The Mike other, Brown's a coach of that team. The other, yeah. The other fun part about that is that Nigeria hit 23s. They're only playing 10 minute quarters. Right. Like that game's right. eight minutes less than a normal yes. NBA game. And I they know. still hit 23s in that one. Like that's fairly absurd for them to do that. Well, I don't even know if Mike Brown drew up a play just because just hit a bunch. Why I mean, it's you? the only way they had a chance anyway. It's like, yeah, just shoot threes. Why would you? Just, yeah, maybe we got like a dribble handoff. To so Ike Guamu's going to be in the Olympics. He is, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, Ike Guamu's in the Olympics. There's a. Is there's... there anyone else that played at UNLV that was from a different country? Is Anthony Bennett on Team Canada? Uh, I mean, when he is, it's normally the best when best ever Team Canada looks. That happened. So. Andrew Wiggins is doing that too for Canada, yeah. right? Where he's like suddenly. Ken great. Birch wasn't Canadian, was he? Uh. Why do I feel like he was? I almost think he was. <laughs> Why do I feel like you saying that make, made me think he's Canadian? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know Anthony Bennett's Canadian. There might be some from Canada outside of that. Uh, I don't think so. No. I don't think they'd have any other Olympians. Um, I know. Hey, if you're paying, you want some more soccer? Uh, if you watched last night, El Salvador played in the Gold Cup, and a former UNLV soccer player plays for El Salvador, Joaquin Rivas. Didn't we uh, miss in? Uh... The 845 uh, segment, did the USA win? actually win a game? They beat Haiti. What do you mean win a game? They've been great. <laughs> Since they didn't make the World Cup, they've been awesome. Will they be here August 1? Uh, well, they better be. That's the final of this tournament they're in. I got tickets, and I'm planning on them <laughs> oh, being there. Oh, man, what if they're not in if that If they're thing? not, disaster. Oh. They beat Haiti yesterday. Uh, they beat them 1-0. They didn't right. exactly play well. Who do we got, Jared? On the, the Can- For some reason, the Canadian national team. I'm just going to do... 
players I have heard of. R.J. Barrett. Okay. The guy named Dort who plays for... Lou Dort! He's Canadian? <laughs> yeah. I like that guy. Uh, Trey Lyles. Okay. Andrew Wiggins. All right. And rounding out the team, Anthony yeah, Bennett! Anthony he's Bennett's there. on the team? Let's Anthony go. Bennett. He's on the team? Yep. I love this. Now, because he's the Nets coach, is Steve Nash still in charge of that team? I think he's. I think Steve Nash is the Jerry Colangelo of the Canadian national team. I do. I think he runs. I don't know if he's the coach, but I think he actually runs that. He's like in charge. Uh, Kim Birch is Canadian, by the way. Oh, so, that was a total shot in the dark. I just. I just thought Kim Birch was not an American. I don't know why. Wait, Kim Birch didn't make that team. I guess not. Not according to Jerry. Nick Nurse is the head coach of Kim, the Canadian team. Kim Birch with feeble rules. Of just pinning things against the record. He'd be, an all, he'd be like the best Canadian player in the history. How did he make that? Does Steve Nash know the Canadian FIBA rules? Does he know FIBA rules? Wouldn't you think Steve Nash would know the rules? How doesn't Kim Birch make that team? No, Nick, Nick Nurse is the head coach now. Okay, I think Nash, though, is in charge of their entire senior national team. How did they not know about Kim Birch? Don't know. Maybe on, maybe they're on. like maybe they're like us and Kim didn't realize Birch, he was Canadian. Kim Birch previously had said his plan was to play for Team Canada, but he apparently took his name out of contention. Sometime I'm looking for a a time st- June 16th. Why? Okay. Yeah. He, I is, don't know. Is he hurt? Well, thank goodness, like they actually knew that he was Canadian because he would have done pretty well in FIBA rules. He can block everything, and there's no goaltending, and he would just stand in the middle and just block shots. So. I don't know if he's hurt. I have no idea. Do if he's I care hurt. more about the? Olympics I barely knew he was Canadian. <laughs> do, do I care more about the Olympics than Kim Birch and all these other people? Like Novak Djokovic might not yeah. go. What like I'm over here like the Olympics is like yes I want to play in that you, no matter what sport I'm in. Yeah, you 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 are getting some weird giving off some weird Carmelo Anthony vibes yeah. of like it's hey I got my I got my medals. It doesn't matter if I never won a championship. It's the Olymp- do you know how annoyed I am? The women's soccer team's playing at 1:30 a.m. next Wednesday. What, is that their first pool play game? Yes, and they play Sweden, a good team. Oh, you'll be taping that, <sighs> breaking that weirdness down after the show. Taping it, he's yeah. going to stay up. No, you won't. We're at, With we're the at, early morning show? I know, it's brutal. Wait, it's next Wednesday? It's Yeah, next Wednesday when we're at Mountain West Media. Oh, Place. you're Wait, not doing that because that's, dude, a, that's even an earlier wake-up call because we got to drive down to the Cosmo. No, just get a room at the Cosmo. <laughs> stay, you know, the, like I assume they don't shut down the sports bar. Just sit in the sports bar, watch the women's game, go up, nap for two hours, come down, do the show. It's not a bad idea. A couple friends of ours actually stayed on the Strip Hotel for Garth Brooks. I told Bonnie, why didn't we do that? She laughed her way all the way to Garth. <laughs> do you know how much that would have cost us? <laughs> <laughs> I did it for fun to have a little funny on the way to the car because we had to walk back. There was no shuttle. We had to walk back. It was still in like 99 degrees, but she laughed all the way back when no, she goes, no, I can't uh, believe they spent that much money. No $50 bike? Bike you back to your car? <laughs> no. They're only there for the start? <laughs> Come on, man. She only had two wines. But, if I, if she but were been, the if, bikes there? If, yes. Oh, no, oh, they were, okay. no, they were going back and okay. forth. But a couple more wines, I might have convinced her, but only two, no chance. <laughs> okay, so... God, I'm going to be really annoyed. It's going to be really annoying to bring this up to you because you're, you might have to purchase it. There is a, there is a bike that you can like keep that like, that that's like a foot by foot in its uh in like a backpack. It folds and, up. Yeah, it folds up. And a then real you, bike. Like, yes, and then you could literally, you literally like do a thing and it like unfolds into a full bicycle. So, but it only future, t- it only fits one person. You got handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next. It's Bischoff's Briefs and the greatest soccer team in the world.
Bischoff's Briefs. I never realized baseball had so much butt touching. Bischoff's Briefs. That's how they communicate. Bischoff's Briefs. It's like Braille, but with butts. Bischoff's Briefs. Read my butt! Lights FC. They beat the Oakland Roots 2-1 on Saturday. And as of right now, are in a playoff spot. They are the number four seed in the Pacific division of the USL, the top four in the Pacific. Get in. Are you excited, Ed? No, I am. I, I, hope, think uh, I hope they do it. The latest ever in a season they have been in a yeah. playoff position. Good for Brett Lashbrook. I hope they get in. So, Kids gone through some up and down times. So mainly down. So <laughs> first off, big factor in why they won this weekend at Oakland is that LAFC sent down nine players to play for Lights FC. Um, LAFC played on Wednesday of last week, but they don't play again until July 17th. They didn't have a game this weekend, so they had plenty of guys to send down to Lights FC. Now, two of the better players for Lights in the game were actually their two midfielders, Frank DeRoma and Danny Cristomo. They're actually like Lights FC Regular. They don't they don't play for LAFC. They could conceivably if everybody for LAFC got hurt, but they don't play for LAFC, which is a good sign. Now it probably helped that there were more lights or LAFC players around them, but that was a good sign. Um, but to give you some facts here, Lights FC are four, one, and two in their last seven games. That ties the best seven game stretch in team history. Uh Winalda had a four, one, and two stretch back in 2019. It also ties the longest win streak in team history at two. Uh, Chalice won two in a row in year one. Longest win streak in team history. And only 11 games into the season right now. But Lights FC have tied their franchise record for road wins in one season at two. It's big. <laughs> 11 games in, how many do they play? 18? Uh, 18. 40? 30, I can't remember if it's 30? 34 or 32 this so year. So it's a while It's 30s. a while before mathematically they clinch. <laughs> yes. Right? It's a while before in the newspaper they put the little star by the name. It's only a third yes. of the way into the season. Hold on. You put the little star and then you go down. What's the star mean? Denotes playoff play, yeah. playoff clinch. It's a long time before that. Do you well, guys... how, how good's the fifth place team? Is there any chance okay. that the lights will just run away at this fourth place? No. No. So no. here's... <laughs> Here's no. here's the Pacific Division, right? So the top four teams in the Pacific make it. There's eight teams. Phoenix and Orange County are like just far and away. They're better than pretty much everybody else in this division. They're running away with the one and the two seeds in the Pacific Division. Okay. San Diego sucked early, has been good recently. They're currently in the three spot. They're probably better than lights. They're probably going to be in the playoffs. Not as guaranteed as Phoenix and Orange County, but they're probably the three team in the Pacific. So that leaves five teams for the Ooh, last for one spot. playoff spot. Now you're looking at, you know, LA Galaxy 2, Tacoma, Sacramento, Oakland, and Vegas. It's hard to say right now that Las Vegas Lights are better than any of those teams. Like you can't really say they're for sure better than any of those teams. But what's different is that in the past, you would be able to say some of those teams were significantly better than Lights. And I don't think you can say that either. I like I don't think you can sit down and say any of those teams are actually better than Lights FC right now. And so that's good news. Are they, is Lights going to run away with this? No. And are the odds are they're going to make it? Probably not because they got to be the best of these five teams. But I don't think it's a shut down case that any of those teams are better than them. So I think they've got a legitimate chance here. 
Knights need a few Krakens. They need a few uh, teams that haven't played yet. To uh, I hope they do it. It'd be great. Is, is it one versus four? Uh, they they, they, they mix it up. Okay, with the they mix other it up. Divisions. All right. I can't. So they wouldn't have to play is. Phoenix right away. Yeah, no. They would if they got the four. I think they'd play the one from of another like division, the Mountain Division, okay. or something like that. I can't remember what they 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 changed it all this year, so it's something different. But, have you been to every home game? No, I have not. Really? No, we missed one. Where, oh, we missed one when I went to Reno, when I went on vacation. Did you miss a win or a loss? Uh, that was a draw. Oh. I believe. Okay. Um, and I'm probably, they play at home on Wednesday. I'm probably not going to that one. What could be on Wednesday night that you, will keep you away? The NBA Finals and uh, weeknight when I'm doing a stupid morning show. Yeah, that's like, true. You know, that's when true. I did technically correct, it wasn't until 10 a.m. That's I, true. You know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. I still they play at home Wednesday. Home at Wednesday, so I haven't decided. But here's the thing: they're going to. Now, do they camels. play one of the top three, or they play one of the bottom five? Uh, good question. Well, hold on. I don't know. No, they have no, camels. Yeah, what? They're going to have camels at the game on Wednesday. Is well, this thing don't just don't bury a, the lead. Yeah, yeah I was I mean, going to say. Sorry, is, is this they're going to have just camels. Becoming a petting zoo. Yes, because it's it's Wednesday. It's hump day, so they're going to have camels. Oh out there. boy, Lashbrook, man, you can't put one past him. No, you cannot not. put one past Brett Lashbrook. Well, he was probably mad. He was like, "I got to have a home game on a Wednesday. <laughs> we can't get true. fans to come out on a Wednesday." He's like, "Well, I guess I'll bring out the camels." A Wednesday, and it's 115. Yeah, that's, that's a tough the other one. problem. It's a tough one. Uh, they play Sacramento. On oh, so one of the bottom five. One of the so big game. Got to win that one to. To get ahead of them in the playoffs, stay ahead of them. It's a big game. They're all big, Jared. They got to make the playoffs. Do they once. get a bunch of the good players again? Uh, no. Well, ah. LAFC plays on Saturday, so Ooh. maybe want those get guys a resting. You know what? Those guys out here playing a game in 115 degrees. I don't know if they'll get nine, but maybe they'll get four or five. Wow. It'd be nice. We like the key. The key to lights FC season is that LAFC stays healthy. Like that's the key to the season is that LAFC stays healthy. <laughs> Because er, there was at one point earlier in the year where LAFC had like four or five significant injuries. So these they, dudes were playing for they them. They sent like two guys down the lights, mm. and it was like, yikes. But, you know, if LAFC is healthy, it's going to be great. If LAFC could just like, I think they only have, they have like one more significant like 10-day break like they just did now. But if LAFC could just like actually win, they kind of suck. If they could win some games and just cruise, like clinch the one seed in the West like really early, that'd be nice. Are you enough of a fan to where if the playoff game was a drivable distance, you'd get in your car and drive? Oh, that's a good question because they won't host it. Ooh. Well, they're not going to host it to the four. So. Yeah. Um, it depends on what – the see, the problem with USL playoffs is they're like in October. So it would be like right in the middle of football season. So am I going to like not – Watch college football or the NFL. yeah. That's my that's point. Let's say it's a Saturday night, drivable within to drive three to, to five hours. Yeah, <sighs> you wouldn't. Want, Can't you watch it on your computer? Yeah, it's on ESPN. Oh, Plus. you're staying. You're staying. You're not going. I'd consider it. You're not going. I tell Lashbrook to put me on the team bus. I'd consider it. They play on the same night. UNLV hosts Iowa State. Which one you're going to? Oh, Lights FC. Oh, you are. Yeah, you know he's going to lose by forty in that game. I say you'd go to the UNLV game. No, we go to Lights FC. Wow. Yeah, so absolutely. No, I would went. you go to UNLV had you not been blocked by Marcus Arroyo? <laughs> Is that like the key? <laughs> like, what if you had you not been blocked by the head coach? Would you choose UNLV losing by forty? No, I'd go to Lights FC. Really? I went to. Do you remember when William Carlson scored between his legs against the yes, Sharks? Against the Sharks. I went to a you Lights went FC to Lights FC. Really? <laughs> wow. If you want to know my personal decision making? Okay. And how that's going? Yeah. Right. There you go. All right. Coming up next. Big guess. Cynthia oh, Freeland's going to join This is going to be weird. Fake horses are coming.
Joining us now from NFL Network is Cynthia Freeland. But we don't care anything about the NFL today. No, no, no. Because we're here to talk about fake horses. Because, Cynthia, like you, I have some fake horses. And I am very excited about my fake horses. My co-host and producer, though, are very confused by the entire process. It's a little confusing. I can see I can see how, you know, if you don't spend as much time as maybe you or I kind of nerding out on this stuff, then you might be a bit confused by it. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I just know it's on a computer, and people are spending a lot of money on these things. Do you have a ceiling as to which you see a fake horse running, and you understand it's for sale, and you said, I just can't go to that level? Well, yes, of course. I'm going to have a budget because, you know, I've got got some student loans to pay off, though. But at the end of the day, actually, people have been making a lot of money off of breeding these fake horses. So That's what we're doing. Because, yeah, the NF, they're NFTs. So basically, they're you know think of an NFT as it's an authentication situation, and those NFTs they can create like new NFTs by breeding it with the other horses. So there's these original horses, they're the Genesis horses, and they can breed to create new horses that you can then race. So there's a couple different strategies. Either you kind of hold them as collectibles, kind of like you know NBA Top Shot type of situation. Or you can race them, and each time they race, they get like a score. So every time you race the horses, then you you actually your horse can improve or not. There's some things like their coat color, the distance that they're good at, and who they've raced against that all kind of determine the odds of whether or not the horse is going to win. And then last but not least, other people can bet on whether or not your horse is going to win, which is like the, the like you just hit the trifecta of fun for me. It's fantastic. Um, I know you tweeted out your horse Kumamoto. Has he? He hasn't raced, has he? Or she hasn't raced? She hasn't raced yet. So I'm naming all of my horses after different types of oysters. <laughs> There's a couple of strategies. Some people take the strategy of naming after like famous people. I'm going the opposite way because like I want really fat horses so like I can create like a bar or restaurant and you can go like race my horses at my fat restaurant. This, this is my strategy for later. <laughs> but I haven't raced her yet. Nope. I haven't raced her yet. Because let me tell you something about the strategy. So I'm, maybe I'm giving something away here, but I spent a lot of time looking at the kind of how this all works. You need to track, like, the horses that you initially race against in these, in these races. You need to go in and you need to go race against some bad ones and ones with bad track records. That gives you the best opportunity to win. So once you start winning, so go in when there's like, you know, 11 horses, you can go be that 12th horse. And then those horses maybe aren't the most premier horses. Then you can go, then you can go win right there. That's, that's how you start the, that's how you start like the good breeding. Crazy question. Cause I know Tyler's answer. How did you get into the fake horses? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I got into it because Atari makes beautiful stuff. And I read about them like three or four years ago. They said you know, there's a partnership with these, like, quote, crazy horsemen and Atari. And Atari, I'm like, Atari, that's still around? Like, what's going on? <laughs> they got into it, and, like, looked, and it's gorgeous. Like, they do such a nice job. It's really, it's just really fun. Like, it sounds stupid, but, you know, it's, it's a super fun thing. I've always loved horse racing. I used to go with my grandfather to the track with the actual horses when I was, like, a very little girl. That may tell you a little something about me, but whatever. <laughs> and, uh <laughs> And I just, I was like, wow. And then it got really addictive and fun and it just kept growing and growing. And now it's like kind of reached this critical mass where like a lot of people are doing it. We're even having a derby in Las Vegas in the middle of August. It's 
like August 14th. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be coming out of the Aria. So it's super, super fun. Yeah. What is this Derby? Because I know nothing about this. Yeah. So it's basically like, like as that run has become like just seriously just taken off, it's like on fire. It's an event where the best horses and the people who have the biggest understanding of how all the different like analytics and data points drive wins for their horses, they enroll their horses like the Kentucky Derby. In fact, the man who announces the Kentucky Derby is one of the announcers for this Derby. So it's going to be a lot of fun watching these horses. And I would say if you haven't started, if you don't have any real understanding, but it kind of piques your interest, this is the place to start because then you can see we've got some backstories on the different horse owners. Like I'm, I'm pretty stoked to be involved in this at all because like this is like the, like I said, the intersection of like super nerdy stuff for me. So it's really going to be a lot of fun to like tell the stories of the horses and kind of, you know, again, there's some rare coat colors, there's some rare distances and kind of those things can help project who wins. And by the way, other people can bet on it, which is just crazy. Are you putting a horse in, Tyler? Like I, I didn't know anything about it until right now. I don't know how to get. We have wouldn't one this, good wouldn't horse. this be your home track? Yeah, I, I mean, you live here. I mean, our our horses on Saturday ran in Rome, so <laughs> no, not really. Like the tracks are all over the country in this fake land. So, Cynthia, uh, press box transition here. Uh, before we get to the NFL, and what you're doing? What what are you doing with golf? What are you doing with golf digest? <laughs> So I like, I also really love golf, like football, golf, anything that you can like be out. I'm a big, like be outside kind of person. So golf digest, I, I'm writing an article basically to help you with your DFS lineups and maybe figuring out which golfers are going to win for your pools and all of your different ways that you want to interact with kind of the fun games that surround golf, like anything that you can potentially look to, to get an edge for your friends. That's I'm doing kind of more of a, it's a little, it's super nerdy, but I, I pulled it back a little bit. So it's a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more fun to read than <laughs> like here's the math. Here you go. But there's a lot of cool things because you know the British. Like obviously the last time anyone played on this course was 2011, and they've shortened the course. There's a lot of different types of hitters that could be good or not good. There's a lot of different wind conditions that could make things really interesting. It'll play a lot longer than it is par 70 course. We don't see this one very often, so you know try to use some math to help people get an edge. Are you going to retire off fake horses? Because that's my plan. God, I hope so. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> right? It'd like, be amazing. I mean, my, I told you, my albino beluga, this is the, the goal. If the fake horse is me enough money to make a real champagne and oyster bar, that's all I want. <laughs> I want to race fake horses in my real champagne and oyster bar. Like, how fun is that? Yes, it sounds amazing. Because like, cause me and, and four of my friends, we all own a stable together. And we have yep. found that it's easier right now to make money by breeding and selling horses than it is by actually winning because it's really hard to have a horse that's good enough to win but make money. But we have one one good horse. He's got he's doing pretty well for us. But yeah, that, I am like we are trying to figure out how do we actually make a significant amount of money off of this, and I am very excited about it. Well, to me, the strategy for doing that is get a few winners and then keep breeding them, just like oh. a regular horse. I think that's kind of the that's the best thing, but of course, it's, it's hard to, like I told you, you got to go in and uh, race against some people who don't have great track records. I lost at regular horse. I don't know if these have anything to do with regular horses, but... Uh, Not really. Uh, it's <laughs> like, just very bizarre. And the best part of it is, like, we own, I think we're up to 23 at the moment, but we don't have Ooh. to feed them. We don't have to take <laughs> care of them. They just race. <laughs> he doesn't have to buy special to shoes. Nothing. Yes. Nope. They, they Nothing. just and, and race and breed. It's amazing. It's actually really, it sounds crazy, 
but it's no. super fun. Like it's incredible. No. It sounds nuts. No. I get you. Sounds really I'm normal. Totally with you. <laughs> and on Saturday, me and my friends went to one of our friends' house. One TV was on the UFC fights. Our other TV was showing our horses racing. And that is completely normal. Right. That's why you need multiple TVs, It right? was phenomenal. all the TVs. It was, it was a wonderful Saturday night. It was great. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's all we got, Cynthia. I got to figure out how to get the hell to Aria on August 14th so we can race my fake horses there, too. So it'll be fun. Thanks. We appreciate well, gotta, it, Cynthia. I can help you out. You gotta. You can hit me up later. I can help you out with that. Okay, perfect. That's what we need. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you, thank Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. You, you got to get to Aria with her and, and uh, right? do this uh, this uh, celebration of these fake horses. See, here's the thing, though. I don't know if we have a horse good enough. to. I, I, I know nothing about this, but she said it's the best horses. I don't know if we have a horse good enough. I tried. I told you, you got about, twenty-seven horses. You I can't find you, one to no, run in the stupid race no, at the Aria. To find a good one. So, do you? I guess you have to. She was saying it's the best one. You have to. You have to enter it, and they they say yes or no. Is she the one who decides yes or no? I guess someone's in charge I don't of think this. She decides, but no. Like we have. Okay, we on Saturday, we had five new horses that we raced for the first time that we got through breeding or through their drop. Five new horses, all five garbage. Complete garbage. She can't sell them. Nobody well, wants them. You can, just not for very much. Complete garbage. Like when they when you race them, you get odds or whatever, right. and that's kind of more important than the actual result in their first couple of races. We had two horses get odds of over forty, which is the the worst odds <sighs> I've ever seen is forty three. We had two. Of do these they ever five let, get over Do 40. they ever let major dogs win though? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the, yeah. you could essentially sit around with your buddies and actually bet. Like real money to each other. Yes, yeah, you can. And like, so also on Saturday, one of our horses that we've had, he had in his race, like his odds were like 21 to one or something like that. He was like the ninth best odds. He finished in third. Like it's so, yes, the horses that don't have great odds can win. They can finish in the top three. Not regularly, but it happens. How does the, how does the coat color come into it? I don't. She said that could impact its a chance to win. I don't think it does, as far as I know, but... I'm going with the lady from NFL Network. No offense over you. What does that have to do with horse racing? So, But there are rare coat colors and super rare coat colors. We have well, one horse with a super rare coat color. The one she got, this is, I guess, one of her first horses, is orange. So, oh, no, you got it. There's like it? 300 colors. Uh, it's actually burnt sienna is the color of her horse. There are like three. Yeah, I, that you know that is a major problem. Oh, I have a burnt sienna horse, too. Um, so, like, I will read off some of the colors here of our horses. Pale violet, hairy canary, champagne poppy, bitter sweet shimmy, big dip a ruby, thistle, fuzzy wuzzy, mystic maroon. There's like a thousand colors. I mean, I have nothing to say. I, 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 the, when she said it's like real horses, I, I had to stop there because I don't know, other than, well, the breeding part, obviously, and you try to sell them. We are. So, I, so I, I will tell you this. We... The four or the five of us bought a horse together for nine hundred dollars. That that was our start. That's the that's the premise where I'm like, yes, we you had us. between the the five like between me and like all of my friends, we might be able to get together forty bucks. Eh, you can't buy a horse. Um, so we bought a horse for nine hundred dollars. That was our first horse. We have traded, bought, and sold. We're up to twenty three now at the moment. Like we've done a whole bunch of stuff. We are officially up a thousand dollars. We overall, have made back overall. our nine hundred dollars and an extra thousand dollars. 
It's real money. It's glorious. Yes, we could cash out right now if we wanted to. Where's your money stored? It's in like a it's in cryptocurrency in a digital wallet because the the horses you got to buy it with cryptocurrency. So it's sitting in a digital. So if wallet you say I want to cash out someone's Venmo and you the money. Yeah, like if I if I went to my friends and was like, yeah, I, I want to be out now, then I'd take my cut and I'd be out. But I don't want to be out because... Oh, you're never going to be out no, of this thing. Because, Come on. No, because our, our, this thing could go off line and you'd still be buying he's stuff. He's going to be walking yeah. into a bank in 12 years and go, well... <laughs> I've got 7,000 horses. Look at my stable. <laughs> you could use I'm the stable as collateral. Open... Yeah. You, well, I guess you could, depending on how much these horses are worth. Yeah. Well, Who sets the price again? Whoever buys it. It's a market. Yeah. So you can say Dashy Washy or whatever name you gave out there, <laughs> or, 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 or Mystic Pizza or whatever you gave out there from the movie. You would say Mystic Pizza has won nine out of ten races. So I believe Mystic Pizza is worth 700. Now you make an offer. Listen, if Mystic Pizza has won nine out of ten races, that horse is worth a lot more than $700. But again, you're the one who makes the price. Yes. You now, put it out there yes. to the internet world. Yeah, there's a there's a mar- there's a there's basically right. a market. It's you like, can, you okay. can list a horse. Now, you're you like can, the prop swap of Betty. Yeah, but you can okay. also, like, you can see recent sales. You can see all the sales of these horses. It's like real, it's like real estate. You can you go look at the comps. Right. Yes. So the comps any, in the neighborhood. So all, like Opendoor.com. I, I have a spreadsheet, and I've gone through all of our horses and looked at similar horses to come up with what our like value is for like what we if somebody offered us what should we sell the horse for so like we have 23 horses oh let me let me add this all up my estimation on our value is two two thousand okay twenty thousand five hundred twenty five dollars your excuse me if i was doing this with you your I told you that story about Buster only when we were in the fantasy baseball league. I only showed up for the draft. I had no idea who was on the team, and we won thousands of dollars. I let him do everything. I'm like, I don't even know who's on the team. He said, wait till you see Mike Matheny. I said, who the hell is Mike Matheny? <laughs> and Mike Matheny hit like 350 that year. Whatever. You would be that guy to me. I would just say, how are we doing, and how much money do I have? Like, I would have nothing to do with anything. And you can watch the races. But I do that. I would watch races. But when it came to, like, making money, decisions, I'd be like, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. No, it's great. And, uh, no, last night we raced, uh, our, there, our horse won a race last is night. Is there a way, wait, hold on, is there is there a way to be, like, the expert on gambling on the horse races? Like, uh, is there a guy oh, that's, that's a good, like... That's a good question. Because that, that, that creates a whole different other market yeah. of, like... Buy my picks. Yeah, we have not gone full Pete Rose yet and started gambling on our own horses. Um, oh, you have not? No, we have not. We have not actually gambled on our own horses. No, we have just simply raced and bred, and it's great. It's wonderful. Man. It's so great. I give you credit. Here, I don't know. Where best. do you find the oh, time oh, for oh, this you'll, nonsense? You'll enjoy this. On Saturday, because we got new horses from breeding or whatever, uh, we did our own little gender reveal party to where you click on the horse and you find out if it's a male or a female. Okay. If I ever find out you're in a golf course like Derek Carr was hitting a golf ball and either blue or pink comes out of it, we that's are done. That's what we're doing. We are no, done. No, that's what we we're doing. We are done. Because listen, you want... Wappy zappy. You, blue or pink. You boom. want the female. They are much uh-huh. more valuable than the males. So much more. Anytime we get a male, you're we are You're doing gender devastated. reveals? Oh, absolutely. How does it How does it tell you? You just push a button that says male or female? Well, so when you get a new horse, you click on it, and it says congratulations, and it has a little loading screen for about five seconds, and then boom, it pops up a picture of your horse and all the details, and you can read Philly or Colt. <laughs> Dude, and you always want Phillies. Phillies way more valuable than Colts. And you celebrate it? Oh, absolutely. When you get a Philly, oh, it's great. 
It's great. I just don't. We know need you to got go to break tie. so no, badly. We don't. This is ridiculous. This is... All right, we do have to give something away. Yes. We have <laughs> a pair of tickets to the AT and T WNBA All Star Game. USA Women's Basketball National Team is headed to Tokyo, but first they're going to play at Michelob Ultra Arena against the WNBA All Star Game or All Star Team. That is at 4 p.m. coming up on Wednesday. So we have a pair of tickets. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We will take caller number six at 702-364-1100. I think uh, every team's gone through some things. Uh, we as well. I think uh, the hitting at times has been really good. At times it's been not good. So I think that that's been sort of inconsistent. I think the thing that um, we need to get better at and clean up is the defense. That's probably the most glaring. Infield defense in particular. And then uh, the pitching has been really good for us. The, the guys in the pitching, the starters, and the guys in the pen have done a fantastic job for us. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Got to clean up your doing? infield, man. I'm trying to figure out how to get my one of my horses into this derby here in Vegas. Doc Roberts, well, you better talk about the hitting. You can't deal with pitchers, so... Can't handle pitching stuff. Do you guys guy. have any starters left? <sighs> Man, that's tough. Bueller, the all-star. That's about it. Gosselin. Kershaw's on the shelf, but the MRI showed nothing. We're happy about that. He's back after the break. Urias, your best guy. Then there's a guy where we're still waiting charges or not from the Pasadena Ooh. District Attorney's Office. I don't know. You should be counting on him to come <laughs> back anytime soon. I don't think soon. that dude's ever pitching for the Dodgers Can again. you guys not transition David Price back to a starter? He tried the other day. He was as a bullpen game, so they only let him go two. Right, but like you can't like uh, he's been in the bullpen. You can't yeah, just like all right, go throw he, six. No, I don't think he can do that. He kind of got to transition back. He's just not that guy anymore. Remember when he was? He good, hasn't been like, that guy. He hasn't been that guy. But when he was that guy, it's like wow. But no, he hasn't been that guy in a long time. Worried about it. Well, pods are six back. They lost again to the Rockies yesterday. That's a shame. I do enjoy that the entire the entirety of this season. You come on here to tell us how far back the Padres yes. are and never reference the fact that the Dodgers have been in second place for the entire year uh, behind uh, the Giants. Hold on. Since May 18th. <laughs> they've been in second place. Well, they've, they, they've been behind the Giants since May 18th. The Giants have been in first place since like May 18th. Basically the entirety <laughs> of the season. We had a few weeks in April where we were on top of the division. Uh, I, I'm. You think I'm crazy, but it just it's it's it made me... I mean, Muncie's home run yesterday, forget it, the walk-off, you know, went a little crazy as usual, but it I was just as pleased with the Rockies holding on to put those guys six back. Oh my god. I was. Nice. I was re I was re because I had to watch the Dodgers game. So unlike you, I'm not I don't have horses on one and I'm just watching a game in front of myself. But uh yeah, I was I was refreshing that um that uh app I have on ESPN for the Padre score. It's not my fault you don't know what you're doing over there. <laughs> Get your fake horses on another TV. Let's go. Okay, um, genuinely. What? The fact that you could find four other people and come up with $900 is just genuinely perplexing I'm to me. I'm mad that they won't put more into it now. You get 27 horses. Yeah. We need better horses. <laughs> better. Faster horses. Yes. I wish we could put steroids in our horses. <laughs> We would cheat. What, what if you had pee like on a, the hay, man? Pee like, on the hay. Yeah, like a video person giving the horses a shot, and Tyler had to push a button like to get it in the He's stall. So to get, great! They got the end, and all of a sudden, it's it's a little man with blonde hair. Like, hey, you bought Bob, Bob Baffert. He's in there like, yes. shoot, shooting up horses. Uh, you actually got caught. Uh, so uh, what's going to happen to you is you're going to get to race in the next race, but then uh, it's going to be a problem. You want a fun fact? <laughs> well, even if I don't. 
our best horse, the one that's actually good, the one that Doopy we're like, Whoopy. Watch out. What's his name? His name is fake, fake Horse. Oh, that's right. You named yes. it Fake Horse. Yeah. You can name great. your own horses, right? Yeah. If you breed them, you can name your okay. own. If you buy them from somebody else, they're already named. Mystic Pizza's named. Okay. And Mystic Maroon was a color, <laughs> not the name of the horse. <laughs> Fun fact. What happened? But to what? Our horse is named Fake Horse. Oh. He's won two in a row. That's really fun. Yeah.